All right, what's going on, guys? Where do you start tonight? Um, first of all, I want to make sure, because I don't typically do this from the studio, I want to make sure you can hear me. So this is a special edition of the wrap-up show following San Diego State's really impressive signature road win here tonight at Gonzaga 84-74. So first things first, you you got me, right? You definitely got me if you are here. Please make your way in. Um, this is a bit of a new venture for me. I've told some of you. Uh, that have been here previously, got this thing off the ground, this Aztecs wrap-up show channel within the last um, handful of months. Jesse, thank you. So um, going to be with you here for the next 45 minutes or so. There's a ton to get into here tonight. As you make your way in, maybe it's your first time here. If you wouldn't mind subscribing, if you wouldn't mind sharing the link I just put out on Twitter, for example, let's get as many Aztec fans in here as we possibly can, because tonight's uh, about celebrating really a terrific non-conference season for San Diego State. No blemishes at all. 11-2 and into conference play. And one of the marquee road wins really in the history of the program in the non-conference. You could argue as good of a non-conference win as San Diego State has had since winning at Kansas going back 10 years. I mean, the, the numbers are gaudy for Gonzaga. I want to say maybe 88-1 and one in their last 89 games at the Kennel coming in. I've seen a couple of different versions of it. They've won 59 consecutive non-conference games. And we'll get into a lot here tonight, but one of the things that has kind of frustrated me a bit, and we had talked about on the radio a little bit over the last two days, was if San Diego State was going to win at the Kennel, were people going to give San Diego State credit, or were they going to discredit Gonzaga for the way they've started this year? And by the way, Gonzaga has no bad losses this year. They've lost to two number one teams, UConn and Purdue. They have a road loss to Washington and Seattle. There's not a ton of shame in that. That's like the Super Bowl for the University of Washington. And then tonight, against a... You know, it should be a, a top 25 team in San Diego State, certainly a top 25 caliber team in the Aztecs. So, again, whatever San Diego State does, it just doesn't surprise you. I mean, if you've been following the trajectory of the program, and I know everyone here has, whether you're an Aztec fan or a Mountain West basketball fan or maybe you're a Gonzaga fan this year. I mean, San Diego State has done this routinely, all right? I mean, this is, this is what they've been able to do, a lot like Gonzaga. And the Aztecs have picked up a marquee win here tonight. All right, I want to let people know as we get started, and I see we've got our first Super Chat of the night. I think it's the first Super Chat in the history of the channel because we just became Super Chat eligible actually within the last week. So thank you. Um, you can become a member, by the way, if you want custom emojis and badges. If you want to support the channel, you can contribute with the Super Chat if you want to make sure I get your comment here tonight. Um, great way to do it. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. I'll get to all of them. Thank you, CB. Lification. It might be a super sticker, by the way. Those don't show up in my software on uh, StreamYard, but really do appreciate your support of the channel. And we'll get to all these here tonight. If you want to support, if you want to weigh in, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Again, if you want to become a member, you can get emojis and badges um, and even more. You can click the join button down below as well. But please subscribe if you're here. Smash the like button for me and follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. All right. Thank you again for the first super of the night. I'll leave that up for a couple of minutes. Um, you know, there, there's so many places to go here and to win on the road in an environment like this or in a building like this where they just don't lose. I mean, I think they lost 12 times all time in 20 years. They'd won 94.5 percent of the time at home. I mean, think about that. They've, they hadn't lost by double digits at home since 2012. Like there's so many stats. I'm a stats guy um, with a play by play background and you got to pick and choose your your spots to use stats. But tonight they're all so good to snap a 59 game non-conference winning streak at home for Gonzaga to, again, have a 10-point win for the first time since 2012 against the Zags in the kennel. There's just so much good that comes out of this for San Diego State. 
but you don't win without a team effort. It's as simple as that. There's no one-man show that takes down a team like Gonzaga, and that just wasn't the case here tonight. You have Lamont Butler who picks up his second foul like five minutes into this game, and Darion Trammell, who we've seen do this time and time again. I mean, he's had some huge moments. Go back to Elite Eight, Sweet 16 against Alabama. And tonight, the way he carried this team and the way they didn't skip a beat with Butler sitting the final 15 minutes and Tremel scoring 15 points in the first half, a lot of times matched up with Ryan Nemhard, who, again, as we all know, not to you know rehash, but committed the foul against Tremel in the waning seconds in Louisville in that Elite Eight. He scored 15 first half points. He had a late shot clock three late in the first half that helped the Aztecs take a 38-37 lead into the intermission after falling behind by eight in the first half. He played huge minutes in the second half. Now, he didn't score at the same rate. He would have just one field goal in the second half, but he had 17 points tonight and played 33 minutes. I mean, what a luxury it is to have someone like Darion Trammell, South Regional MVP, most outstanding player coming off your bench and playing the second most minutes of any Aztec here tonight. So you had Trammell, and then you had Reese Waters' second half because Gonzaga made a run. You knew they would they were going to make a run. This is Gonzaga at home. There was no scenario, and if you were watching on TV – they talked about how Brian Dutcher said at the intermission, let's punch first in the second half because Gonzaga will make a run. And were the Aztecs perfect in this game? Well, you're not going to be perfect playing on the road at Gonzaga. Are there things to take away from this where they can improve? Absolutely. I mean, obviously they struggle with the press at times in the second half and they can do better than they did. But at the end of the day, they were actually plus two in turnovers and outscored Gonzaga off turnovers in this game. So I don't think it's the narrative because San Diego State won. I think there's room for improvement, but that's a natural part of the ebb and flow of a college basketball season. But I think long-term, I'm not concerned with it. And I said the same thing last year, and people gave me flack for that when they had you know, uh, trouble against, um, whether it was Arkansas late in Maui or a couple of other games in the early season. And then San Diego State proceeded to win every close game they played, essentially, in 2022-23 after Maui including in the NCAA tournament, like a, a game against FAU winning a close game. And then this year, it, I mean, name me a game that San Diego State threw away because of their inability to deal with pressure. Now they're going to see pressure in the league. There's no question about it. They're going to have to deal with it. They'll be in hostile environments. They'll be in tough road venues. But it, they're a seasoned team. I mean, the Waters and the Tremels and the Butlers, I just don't think it's a long-term concern. Again, it's something that – Every team in the country is going to deal with the press and every team at some point, by and large, I mean, 99% of them will have an issue with a press in a game. I think Gonzaga in the first half threw it, threw it away at least twice in the backcourt in this game. San Diego State, now it was one or two too many. There's no question about it. And it's a good way to let someone back into the game. But to, again, be able to teach out of a win, and Brian Dutcher's talked about this before, to be able to do that, I think is a big win for San Diego State here tonight. But that that shouldn't be the takeaway here tonight, nor should the takeaway be, hey, San Diego State, yeah, they won a Gonzaga, but this isn't, you know, this isn't your typical Gonzaga team. How do we know that? I mean, how do we know this isn't a typical Gonzaga team? It's early, just like last year with San Diego State. How did we know what was going to come of the Aztecs? We, we didn't know in December what San Diego State was going to accomplish, you know, in February, March, even into April of 2023. But you had Trammell's first half. Waters hit big-time buckets because Gonzaga made their run. I think at one point they got to within two on the scoreboard. It was actually three because Ryan Nemhart had his foot on the line. They'd later review it. And Waters hit a clutch three, and Bird hit a clutch three. And the Aztecs just made more plays than Gonzaga down the stretch. They were the deeper team, San Diego State. Gonzaga essentially played 
Try to find it here tonight. They basically played six. They had two starters play 40 minutes. Hickman played 39. EK, 31 minutes. Okay. Stromer, the freshman, 21 minutes. Split time with Greg, who played 20 minutes. Huff played eight minutes. But, I mean, you, you fit, this was a six-man rotation for Gonzaga. Meanwhile, San Diego State got 33 minutes from Tramel, 23 minutes from Bird, 26 minutes from Powell. They're getting deeper. They're getting better off the bench. They outscored Gonzaga tonight. Off the bench, 32 to 11. That's not all Tramel. He only scored 17 of those 32. You had 15 additional bench points. It's not going to be every single night that the starters carry the load. There's going to be nights where Lamont Butler's in foul trouble. He didn't play in the final 10 minutes, essentially, because the rotation they went with was working. And it was atypical. But you like to see it. And you love to get that on-the-job training. Like a Miles Bird, who played the last seven, eight minutes. Maybe more than that. For the Aztecs uh, to see Jay Powell get those 26 minutes. And I'm not saying that obviously the skill sets between like the Gwoka rope and Jay Powell are different, but man, he's filling some of that role right now for San Diego state. Isn't he like, he's doing a little bit of everything. I, I think I had it on the text line tonight on San Diego sports, 760 post game on the radio wrap up show. If someone texted in and thank you, he had the highest plus minus of any player tonight. It wasn't even close. I think it was plus 24 plus 24 here tonight. Let me pull it up. Um, I mean, that's an amazing efficiency. No other player was more than, I believe, plus 13. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For San Diego State, so I don't have a final box in front of me. But, I mean, that that's incredible production from Jay Powell. And whether it's like the loose balls or the offensive rebounds or just his savviness, um, his defensive ability. He had a block in this game early. Um, I thought he was really good. Four points, four rebounds does not tell the story when you're plus 24 in 26 minutes here tonight from Jay Powell. And oh, by the way, I haven't even mentioned Jaden Ledee, who scored 20 points the non-easy way, matched up with another outstanding center. He's faced a few of them. I mean, Jaden is as good as it comes. I mean, there are very few players in the nation that are capable of outplaying Jaden Ledee. And he got a really good test tonight from Graham E.K., but at the end of the day, it's a bit of a wash, isn't it? Ledee, 20 and 7 with three assists. EK 20 and 10, no assists. So, and Ladia wasn't a perfect shooting night, five of 12, but he got to the free throw line and he does it as well as any player in the country. His ability to draw fouls 
is incredible. They didn't have to play him 40 minutes. He played 33 minutes here tonight, and he scores 20 more points for the Aztecs. Came in averaging 22-plus points, 9-plus rebounds. Leaves this game in that similar category, right? 22-ish points, 9-ish rebounds per game. One of the great players. I mean, one of the great stories in the country. We knew it was coming. If you're an Aztec fan, you knew it was coming off last year. Brian Dutcher told everyone who would listen in the NCAA tournament last year. I think he said repeatedly, Jane Ledee is a monster. And he has said it this year. And he has played like an All-American. And if the season ended today, he would be a first or second team All-American. And this idea that, you know, Gonzaga's down or they don't have dogs or this is the first time they don't have dudes on their team since, nobody knows that yet, right? It can take a while to mesh. Even last year, San Diego State bringing everyone back. It took time. It's college basketball. There are ebbs and flows to a season. They have outstanding players. I mean, Graham E.K. and Ryan Nemhart, are you kidding? They're two of the premier transfers in the country, two you know potential All-Americans themselves and playing at high levels. Hickman's a great player. Watson's an outstanding player. Anton Watson is a terrific player. I, I love Greg off the bench. I love what he provides. They're not deep right now. They're going to have to extend that bench out a little bit. And let's just give credit to San Diego State. They outplayed the Zags tonight on their home floor. It's as simple as that. Aztecs took a punch in the second half and withstood it. And that's San Diego State's DNA. I mean, that is flat out San Diego State's DNA. And now the Aztecs are 11 and 2. And not only are they 11 and 2, again, they've got this like blemish free resume because their losses are BYU on the road. And BYU, I don't have the net rankings in front of me. I'll pull them up. Is still top five, I think, in the net. That That's going to change. They're playing in the Big 12. It's hard to envision that they just run through the Big 12, but losing in the Big 12 is not going to hurt them. I mean, they have the ability to be a top 10 net team for a lot of the season. I mean, and really at worst, even if they struggle, I mean, top 25 net team, they're number three right now in the net. They're number three right now in the net. And in the first two quadrants, they're two and one. Now they're going to play a million games in the first two quadrants in the Big 12. And then the other loss is in one of the toughest buildings in the country that San Diego State, to its credit, you know, played the game. They could have bought their way out of the game, but Brian Dutcher wanted to play the game because it was part of a home-and-home deal, and they played it, and Grand Canyon has lost one game, and they're perfect at home, as they typically are, and they're top 40 right now in the net, and, you know, they got a chance to once again get to the NCAA tournament as they did a year ago, and now the Aztecs have that. Again, the signature road win. All good teams need to be good on the road as well. You can't be a good team and not win on the road. And now San Diego State has multiple true road wins. UCSD, I get it, not the same caliber of Gonzaga, but the Aztecs have that road win. They have this road win tonight against Gonzaga, which I think carries weight. I get it. This isn't going to be a Gonzaga team that finishes top 10 in the net, but they're still going to have a chance to have a lot of success in the WCC. They don't have a lot of quad one opportunities because the WCC is down and doesn't have BYU. But, you know, would you be surprised if they're 15-1 and one in the WCC this year? I don't think a lot of people would be, or 14-2. and two. That'll give them a chance to build a resume. I don't know how good it's going to be at the end of the year, but there's no way to look at this other than as a really good, if not excellent, road win. And it's a win that's going to have um, validity come March and value come March when we get to um, Selection Sunday on March 17th if the Aztecs don't win the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And that's always the job for a team in scheduling. Build a resume that can get you to the NCAA tournament, regardless of what you do three days in March. Now, the beauty of San Diego State is they just win in March. I mean, Brian Dutcher in six seasons as head coach has been in the Mountain West Championship game six times. That's absurd. That's like what Gonzaga does with Mark Few. Of course, they get the advantage and they get the bye to the semifinal. 
by finishing in the top two in recent years. But San Diego State doesn't get that advantage. They play three games in three days. They've done it six consecutive years. But you don't always win the championship game. And if you don't, you want to be in a position to get to the NCAA tournament and do it as a, as a relatively high seed potentially. And a couple of years ago, they lost to Boise State in that championship game. And the Aztecs were still the uh, you know wearing home jerseys in the first round of the NCAA tournament against Creighton. You know, last year they were a five seed. The year before that, they were a six seed against Syracuse. So, I mean, again, the Aztecs put themselves in a position based on not just how they schedule, but how they play. And we didn't really know what to expect this year. I mean, there was more anticipation coming into this year than in the history of the program because you're coming off a national championship game appearance. But you're replacing so many crucial parts and you had big time additions. And it takes time. And Brian Dutcher said after game one, like, it's a journey. He said the same thing last year, and they had all these pieces back, the Menses and the Bradleys and the Ropes and the Seikos, right? They had all these pieces back, and last year took time. And this year, you know, they they found ways in close games to their credit to win. And tonight they put together their best game, and I think they've played their best basketball recently. Stanford at home, a complete game, especially with Jaden on the bench for most of the first half because he picked up two fouls in the first 90 seconds. And then tonight, of course, clearly the best win of the season for San Diego State. So just um, encouraging, exciting. Can't wait for Mountain West play. You know, the Mountain West has been as good as any non-quote-unquote power league the last two years. Four teams in the tournament in 22. Four teams in the tournament in 23 with the Aztecs making the run. And another chance to get four, dare I say, even more than that. We'll see how it plays out into the NCAA tournament. But the beauty of the way the the league has played, and the league has played marvelously, it's not just San Diego State. Um, Let me find it real quick. So, like, for example, so far in non-league play, this is from Jeff Eisenberg on Twitter, Mountain West teams have two wins over Creighton. Okay, this is the Mountain West. Victory over Gonzaga, obviously. A victory over Colorado from Colorado State. Colorado's been great. Three wins over Washington, a victory over TCU, two wins over St. Mary's. Now, they haven't been great, but they're still capable potentially of getting to the NCAA tournament. They have a win over Georgia Tech, a win over VCU, a win over Boston College, a win over Stanford and Cal. The top seven Mountain West teams have also combined for one sub-100 Ken Palm loss. Let me say that again. The top seven which I think you're including Boise State and UNLV in that. And UNLV has gotten healthier. They got a two-time transfer back, and they smoked Creighton in Henderson, Nevada about two weeks ago. The top seven has lost to one team outside the top 100. That's all you could possibly ask. That's like a one in a decade or longer type year. And the point here is this, that while it's not going to be easy to win the league either in the regular season or in the tournament, when you do lose, and there's an inevitability to it, no team in the history of the league has gone perfect in conference play, you don't take on water as a result of losing. There have been years where there's only one or two teams that are top 50 caliber, and then there could be three or four teams like net or metrically 200 or below, and that's just not the case this year. You've got seven. You got five teams that are outstanding, top 40 in the net, I believe. You got seven teams that are really good. And even like 8, 9, 10 aren't, aren't killing you. Now, there, there's some losses you don't want to take. Don't get me wrong. And a good example would be in the Mountain West opener against Fresno State Wednesday night at Viejas Arena. You, you know that Fresno State's dangerous. We saw it last year in Fresno. The Aztecs eked out a low-scoring game there in February. Uh, you got Justin Hudson on the other sideline. I have no idea what they did tonight against USD. Um, someone can fill us in um, in the chat. I'll look it up real quick. Um, 
USD lost tonight to Fresno. That's a good win for Fresno State. USD had been undefeated at home, I think, 8-0. So that's a nice win for Fresno State. They're 7-6 and six overall. I mean, you know, it hasn't been a great start to the year for Fresno State, but that's a nice win. And, again, that's that's far from a layup, taking on Fresno State at home. But, again, every night it's going to be a challenge in the league. But, you know, a lot of the time, I think of the 18 games they're going to play, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 metrically are going to stand up regardless of result. And there's four or five or six or more that you're going to have to, you know, make sure you win. And, you know, obviously they're going to have to finish in the top three or four of the Mountain West once you get into it as well to put themselves in position for an at-large bid. But, again, what more could you ask from tonight for San Diego State? As you make your way in, appreciate everyone hanging out tonight. You can become a member. Um, get emojis and badges. You can support with uh, super chats now. Really appreciate those that have rolled in. We'll get to all the super chats here tonight. And, uh, you know, if you just want to subscribe, really do appreciate it. Just launched this channel a few months ago for Aztec fans. Figure the the more content for Aztec fans, the better. I have a passion in talking San Diego State football and basketball. I do it for a living on radio at San Diego Sports 760, then pregames, halftimes, and postgames. And now we're doing even more. With the wrap-up show presented by my friend Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial, I'll tell you more about Eric coming up. You can find out more information if you're looking for a financial planner. Click the link in the description down below. And, oh, by the way, I should mention, if you want the audio-only edition of the wrap-up show, because sometimes, like, you use YouTube, and let's say you're in your car or you're going for, like, a literal run or working out, you just want the audio, you can get the audio-only edition, like the podcast edition of the wrap-up show, by clicking the link in the description down below as well. Aztec Jay, thank you, man, for the super chat. I do appreciate that. He says, great coverage, John. Who do you think is our biggest challenger for the Mountain West Conference crown? Well, there'll be twists and turns. We know that. I think there are legitimately five, six, seven really good teams that have a chance to have success in the league and certainly will have a chance in a one-and-done format in March at the Thomas and Mac. But it's hard to argue against Colorado State right now, considering what they've done. Now, they have a home loss to St. Mary's, but outside of that, they've been perfect. They have a big win over Creighton. Their metrics hold up. Isaiah Stevens is a phenomenal player. Nico Medved has done a you know remarkable job with that program. So I think on its face, it's Colorado State. But would I be surprised if New Mexico, of course, the Lobos gave the Aztecs a lot of trouble last year, or Nevada, or Utah State, or even a Boise State, or dare I say UNLV, put together a you know a quality run in conference? No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I would not be surprised at all. I think there's really formidable challengers this year. Um, this is no cakewalk or coronation for anyone. I mean, this is going to take really good play for whomever wins the regular season and the, and the conference tournament crown here in 2024. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see how it plays out. I mean, I spent so many nights last year and just over recent years. I love the current TV deal for Mountain West Hoops. I love the like the the six o'clock and eight o'clock Pacific starts or the sevens and the you know, I, I just love it. You get home when the Aztecs aren't playing, and all of a sudden you're watching Colorado State and Nevada and it's on like FS1 or CBS Sports Network. It just worked out really well. It's after Big East basketball. The Mountain West has carved out a really nice basketball niche. And truth be told, when you look at realignment, and it didn't work out the way Aztec fans had hoped it would in the short term. There's no question about that. We don't need to rehash it. But expanded playoff as well creates opportunities in football. And especially, you look at the way realignment played out for the AAC with programs you know, bumping up to the Big 12. And there's, there's a really, really good path for the Mountain West in football, especially with the schedule alliance, 
to put a team in position to get into a playoff. That's for another day because people are here right now for uh, for San Diego State Hoops as the Aztecs again win tonight, 84 to 74. So Aztec Jay, hopefully I answered your question in some regard. I really appreciate you uh, contributing and supporting and, and weighing in. Eric Lanier, who's the title sponsor here, Fire Impact Financial. Eric, great to have you. As he says, such an easy team to root for. We'll tell you about um, Eric in a moment. Again, if you're looking for any financial planning needs, Eric is your guy based right here in Southern California. Big Aztec fan. You can click that link in the description down below. In fact, while we have a moment, let me tell you about Eric. Because like I said, San Diegan, founder of Higher Impact Financial based right here in Southern California. He has solved two major problems for people to meet with him. The first is that he's found too many people do not have a financial plan, or if they do, it's outdated, okay? And the second is that most of us just don't have clear, defined financial goals. And without those, you could end up stuck. And this is, you know, an issue, obviously. So Eric will help you build a straightforward but thorough financial plan for you and your family. The link for Eric's website is down below. And if you're looking for better results with your wealth, then give him a call. He's an Aztec supporter. Set up a 15-minute call with them. Eric's firm is different than anything you've experienced from a financial advisor. And what sets him apart is the questions he'll ask to discover what truly matters to you. So he really, truly runs his firm like a family office, personalized for you and your family. And again, if you do get in contact with him, talk about the Aztecs and make sure to let him know that we sent him, uh, we sent you his way. So again, Eric Lanier, Higher Impact Financial. Click that link in the description down below. Um, where do we turn next? There's just so much to get to. Uh, you know, Angel, thank you. It says Sons of Montezuma here. Big time supporter, by the way, me personally. So more the merrier, the cover, San Diego State Athletics. Um, Al Smith was, again, a great experience. Go Tex. Yes, I know there was a watch party there. Super cool. I'm sure a lot of people were there here tonight. That must have been an awesome atmosphere to experience with Aztec fans. I know people, so many watch parties throughout the NCAA tournament last year. I'm sure tonight with San Diego State at Gonzaga. That had to be a, uh, a great, great night. Good reminder, by the way, as well, when you see all the successes going on in athletics, this is a good night to go to um, the Mesa Foundation and support the collective, right? Because it's it's crucially important for San Diego State Athletics moving forward. Here's a good night to go to Aztec Link and support the collective, right? Like if if you're inspired by what you're seeing and you know how, how many obstacles there are in college athletics right now, especially when you're not, you know, yeah, outside of the Ohio States, the Michigans that, you know, have everything handed to them um, in order to compete. And Brian Dutcher's talked about it for us to I think he has he said this offseason to Mark Ziegler. What was it for us to remain relevant? NIL is going to have to play a role. I mean, think about that. Think about that. So if you want a way to celebrate tonight and you got an extra handful of bucks, go to Mesa Foundation and make that contribution um, because they're doing great work or go to Aztec Link and make that contribution. I think it's well worth the time and well worth the money because um, obviously everyone here tonight, whether it's live or on replay, is uh, passionate about their support of San Diego State. Uh, let me get to this from Alejandro. Thank you, Alejandro. He says, uh, long-time Padres wrap-up show listener. Thank you. First-timer here for San Diego State wrap-up. Love the content. Where's Jim? Go Aztecs. This is a solo venture. So everything I do with the Padres wrap-up show, which is a also a passion project that takes a lot of time with 162 games. We don't do every game post-game but we do a lot of them. I don't do as much post-game comment with this channel, by the way, because I have a job doing post-game content on the radio on San Diego Sports 760, but I like to weave in some live shows with some other content, and I like to provide it as often as possible. So again, if you're here, if you wouldn't mind telling others about it, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, 
Um, really do appreciate it. Um, it goes a long way. And Alejandro, I really do appreciate your support of the channel here, the support of the uh, Padres wrap-up show as well. And yeah, the content. I mean, I, I'm the same way. I mean, I spent so much time. I, I'm the same thing. Like, I'm a creator, but I love I love supporting other creators. I really do. Um, whether it's, you know, people that talk Aztecs or Padres or just things that I'm interested in in general, whether it's podcasting, YouTube, um, iHeartRadio app, because I work for, I mean, there's just so much good stuff out there and uh, there's not enough time in the day, honestly, that to, to support all of it, to be honest with you. So thank you, Alejandro, for that. Um, what else comes out of this? Um, I, I don't want to miss what has come out of this. I want to hit on as much as I possibly can. I mean, Gonzaga has been in the NCAA tournament. Like, let's put this thing in perspective. They've been in the NCAA tournament 25 consecutive years. They've reached eight straight Sweet 16s, which has been done like just a handful of times in the history of the NCAA tournament. Visitors all time to the McCarthy Athletic Center, a.k.a. the Kennel, 12 and 272 coming in. Like, let that sink in. 12 and 272. Now 13 and 272. Two of the 13 wins, the Aztecs, who have only played there three times. San Diego State is 2-1 and one all time in a building where everyone else is 11 and 271 all time. That's amazing. And reminds me a little bit of San Diego State football success in Boise, where they've won, I think, twice all time. And like Boise, you know, never lose, loses or hasn't lost a lot on the blue over the years. So it's just jaw-dropping stuff. Uh, Mark Ziegler's article in the UT says the Zags were 88 and one in their last 89 home games. Like what? Um, 59 consecutive non-conference wins at home. And their largest home loss since an 11-point loss, December 8th, 2012, to number 13, Illinois. Um, so just incredible. I mean, really. I mean, that's that's all you can really say. And they did it, by the way, under unique circumstances. Butler, a couple of fouls in the first half. Parrish, a couple of fouls in the first half. Jaden Ledee, not much of a factor offensively in the first half. Had one field goal. Uh, Aztecs went down eight. Uh, but led by as many as 15 there in the second half. And... Um, this is why you schedule like this. And, and I said this a lot this week. I said the bigger of the two games, and I still feel this way. Here's what's interesting. I said the bigger of the two games with Stanford and Gonzaga, the one you couldn't lose was Stanford at home because it would have been a quad three loss. After taking care of business, this became house money with real legitimate upside and no real downside. The Aztecs could have lost tonight by 11, 12, 13 points. They would have dipped a couple of spots in the metrics, not more than that. It wouldn't have been the end-all, be-all. It would not have broken them. But by winning here tonight, I'm actually surprised they didn't go up more than they did in Ken Palm. I really am. They went from 30th to 26th with a 10-point win at Gonzaga. And Gonzaga, per Ken Palm, because some of the metrics like the net have them lower, Gonzaga coming into tonight was 20th, I think. They went to 29th. So they slipped nine spots. Not the end of the world for them. They're still top 30 in Ken Palm. I mean, this idea that Gonzaga's down – they're 26th in offensive efficiency in the nation and 36th in defensive efficiency. It's like San Diego State. Aztecs are now 32nd in offensive efficiency. Isn't that incredible, by the way? Because last year on the way to the title game, I think San Diego State was like top 70 offense. They're 32nd right now, and they're 20th in defense. So this is San Diego State a year ago. They finished in Ken Palm 14th. They were 75th in offensive efficiency. Now they were fourth in defense. They always hang their hat on defense. Right. And Brian Dutcher said this team will go as far as defenses, defense and rebounding will take them, probably because he knows this team can score and the offense is going to come. 
But like last year, 75th and fourth, and they made that magical run. And you just never know on the runs. You could be the best team in America and lose the first game, UVA, Purdue. Or you could have a team that gets hot at the right time, like San Diego State, and make your run. So the, the numbers aren't the end-all, be-all, but they give you like a sample size, you know, into my thinking here. So last year, if you added up offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency, your total number with San Diego State would be 79. 75th in offense, fourth in defense, put them together, they're 79th. This year, if you add up those two numbers, for the Aztecs who, again, last year were 14th at Ken Palm at the end of the year, or 26th now, they're 32nd in offense and 20th in defense. That's a number of 52. So combined improvement from a team last year that was one of the best teams in the history of the school. Again, that doesn't guarantee anything if you know this sport. This isn't the NBA Finals. You don't play best of seven. You could lose to anyone any night if you don't show up. But what we've learned through 13 games is San Diego State is a really, really good team. And Gonzaga is still a really good team as well. And both of these teams right now are inside the top 30. And you say, well, top 30. I mean, top 30, guys, there's 362 Division I teams. Top 30 is, you know, inside top 8% type stuff. And again, there's 68 teams in the NCAA tournament. So I think you have to like it is my point overall. Uh, let me get back to another one of these super chats. Again, if you are here, if you would not mind subscribing, year-round content for you. Really appreciate it. If you're willing to subscribe, um, please smash the like button as well. Year-round content for Aztec fans in season, out of season, talking basketball, football, realignment, topical stories, and more. Please subscribe if you are here. Um, you can consider becoming a member as well by clicking join down below. And thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. It is a great way to support the channel like Mark just did. Mark, thank you. Um, oh, I'm not going to get into this here, Mark. Um, but I appreciate it. I actually did talk about it on San Diego Sports 760 on John and Jim last Friday. So you can find that show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find it on YouTube as well. Search for John and Jim 760. We talked about it off the top of the show. I do appreciate the super. Um, I have, I don't, no, I mean, first of all, I worked with Stephen Woods in 2017. Um, and I've got a good relationship with Stephen Woods. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything controversial, Mark. And I think part of this is probably just joking. Um, what do you think about coach? And I think coach is great. I saw him last night or when did I work the holiday bowl? Two nights ago, I called the holiday bowl. He was there. I talked to him for 10 minutes. Um, I've always had a great relationship with him. I think he's a phenomenal guy. Um, I got no ill will anywhere. I promise you that. So Mark, if you want more commentary on that, because I don't think people are here for that, uh, find that Friday show, John and Jim, search for it on YouTube or find us on the iHeart radio app. Um, let's see what else, guys. I mean, I probably have another 15 minutes. If, if there's anything that you want me to get to, you don't have to contribute with the super. If you want to put it into the chat, I'll try to pull up some comments here. Um, it's hard for me to go through the live chat while doing a solo show. And that's where the super chats really do come in handy because it puts it in a separate column. For me, um, We Believe Network, by the way, thanks for hanging out. These are big-time supporters, obviously, of San Diego State involved with the uh, Mesa Foundation or Aztec Link Collective as well. So, And they have really, honestly, a really, really good resource for Aztec fans. Find them on Twitter. Um, I don't have the handle in front of me. Actually, yes, I do, because I was on your page recently. At We Believe Net. Follow them on Twitter. At We Believe Net. Net uh, official content division of at Aztec Link NIL. So it's been a really good resource. They've got a really cool product and app and a good way to support the collectives for a very affordable price, a handful of bucks a month. And you're interacting with Aztec fans and getting sourced um, 
just all kinds of content put right into one app. Like if you're an Aztec fan and you want like all the content in one place, then find them on social media and subscribe because all the dollars go to the collective and you get everything you could possibly need. And again, it's at we believe net on Twitter. So make sure to check that out. I think you're right. Everyone's saying that I haven't looked at their schedule. I could, they do have Kentucky. So that's a quad one opportunity. Um, But I want to say it might be on the road this year. I'm looking, they are, they're at Kentucky. I mean, good luck. It's winnable. That'll be a tough game, but again, it won't be a bad loss. They'll have quad one opportunities. I think as it stands right now, a couple of times in the league against teams that are in the top 75, St. Mary's right now would be one of those teams. So they'll have a couple quad one opportunities, but they will not have a ton of quad one opportunities. Um, this is, I mean, it's Scott, I appreciate it. And I, you know, I, I figured there'd be a decent amount of, you know, commentary on this. Um, I think they'll be fine with it. I really do. And I don't think that's being naive because I watched last year and it was a big topic of conversation all of last year. The truth is this San Diego state historically under both Brian Dutcher and Steve Fisher, they win close games. That doesn't mean they win every close game. And it doesn't mean they haven't had issues with the press over the years. They have Creighton, 2022 tournament Maui um, tonight is a good example. So, but most college basketball teams will have issues with it. Now this is on tape. They know they're going to see it and they're going to have to have more ways to attack it. And Dutch talked about a post game. I think tonight he's quoted in Mark Ziegler's article. Um, There's no question about it. They'll have to be better against it. But again, it's not like you got all these guards out and you're starting a true freshman and they've been through the battles, man. I mean, San Diego state has been in these spots time and time again and come out on the right side. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose sleep on it tonight. Honestly, I don't think I'd lose sleep on it tonight, even if they didn't win this game, because I would tell you it's December and there's a long time between now and March. And I don't think, you know, what would have happened here tonight would be the difference between San Diego State, you know, having a a good season or not, because it's hard to know. Because any one game doesn't make a year. I've said that a lot over the years. You know, tonight's win doesn't make the season, just like the loss at Grand Canyon didn't break the season. Like you're putting together a body of work. That's what college basketball is. It is a body of work you present to the committee at the end of the year. It's not one game. No team's ever made the tournament off one game. Like if I'm, I don't even know what happened tonight, Cal, Arizona, I assume Arizona won big. I think they were up big earlier, but it's like if Cal beat Arizona tonight, that doesn't do anything for them. I mean, you have to put together four and eight. So, and they lost by 19 points, hundred to 81. You, you can't do it with one game. You can't do it with two games. I mean, you need to do it by doing it basically over the course of a year. Now, some teams have more opportunities than others for a variety of reasons, but that's my takeaway here that there's always room for improvement. It was never going to be a perfect brand of basketball on the road in Spokane. You just wanted to win. I don't care if they won by one or a hundred, you just wanted to win. So that's my two cents. Um, Val Temos, my thoughts on the program, re-retiring Aztec great jerseys. Yeah, I love it. Um, I talked about it today on John and Jim. And uh, let me pull up the story because these jerseys have been in the rafters previously, but not at Viejas over the years. So the return to the rafters, you've got um, some iconic names like Michael Cage, Milton Phelps, who started in the 30s and the 40s. Then you have Judy Porter, who was just a terrific player, 2,000-point scorer. Cage, nearly 2,000 points, over 1,000 rebounds. So I think it's terrific. It's January 17th against Nevada. I think it'll be an awesome night. Um, you look at the rafters at Viejas Arena, it's a special, special, special building with some really phenomenal teams and players to recognize, whether it's the Final Four banner, Kawhi Leonard, these three jerseys going up, all the NCAA tournament teams, postseason teams, men's and women's basketball. 
I just, I mean, think about the players that have come through Viejas Arena for San Diego State, not just over the last 25 years. And the last 25 years have been special, but going back to Michael Cage and others, I think it's, um, I think it's a terrific thing. I really do. So I think it'll be a great night at Viejas Arena. I really do. Um, yeah, I don't know, Rich. I, you know, I can't wait for next Wednesday either. I don't know about that. With Fresno State, it usually can get, um, you know, mucked up a little bit, right? They're going to hang their hat on defense. And, um, you know, the Aztecs will have to be good. That, that's what I say a lot. Like, I don't think San Diego State or most college basketball teams just fall out of bed and win, um, even with great home court environments and even with good teams. Like, Gonzaga, you're right, they didn't fall out of bed and win tonight. Um you know, Aztecs have been put in tough positions this year. UC Irvine at home. I know they didn't have Ladie. UCSD on the road for the Aztecs to survive that was incredible. Cal in overtime, Washington in overtime. Like you get my point. You you can't you can't look past anyone. Clearly, San Diego State was up for this game, and it's nice to see the potential and the ceiling. The ceiling is one of the top programs in the country. But remember. That doesn't guarantee you anything. They're, what they did tonight doesn't guarantee you anything Wednesday night against Fresno State. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere after the new year, after this game against Gonzaga. I know the students aren't there, but Viejas, if you've been there this year like Rich has, who's got season tickets, um, I think it's been awesome this year. I think the crowd has been awesome this year. A uh, Good question, John. No one, including me. That's why I started this channel. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I it makes it challenging. That's not to say that it has to be a one possession game or something, but it can make it, it can make it challenging. I know nothing about them. Raymond saying they start two, six, 11 centers yet. I mean, that, that is interesting. Now I think San Diego state has proved that they can beat size a few times this year. They face some big teams, including Stanford. Um, but that could make it interesting. I don't, yeah, wait, I don't know. Should all time assist leader, Tony wins hoops number be retired. I don't know. It's a question maybe for more, you know, San Diego State historians than, than me. Obviously, his legacy um, is almost unrivaled in the history of San Diego State athletics and San Diego sports in general with all of his accomplishments. But that, that's a that's a fair point. I mean, you could absolutely make the argument for Tony Gwynn. There's no question. There's no question about that. Um, like here saying absolutely retire Tony Gwynn's number. Mr. Padre needs to be remembered for what he did on the court as well as on the field as coach for San Diego State. Yeah, no argument from me. No argument from me. I mean, you know, as many great stats that are coming out of tonight's game, just Google Tony Gwynn, look at all the amazing stats. Still the, what, single game assist leader, an all-time assist leader at San Diego State. I mean, that is that is amazing. Thank you, John. I don't even know if I mentioned, I think I mentioned his name briefly earlier. Again, I, this is my second wrap-up show tonight. I did radio. I'm now doing this on YouTube. Miles Bird had huge moments and gain valuable experience playing down the stretch in a hostile environment against an elite team like Gonzaga. And he had a couple of huge moments defensively getting into passing lanes. How about the one like Euro step one on two or three defenders reverse finish. And then his clutch, clutch, clutch three in this game as well. You're watching his development right in front of our own eyes. Right. And we've seen that with so many players over the years at San Diego State, the development in recent years of like a Jordan Shackle, Matt Mitchell, Lamont Butler, right? I mean, there's just countless examples under Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher of Elijah Saunders of development over the course of one year to the next or even in season. I mean, I'm seeing it with a fifth-year player right now, Jay Powell. He just continues to get more comfortable. What an ad. Reese Waters, what an ad. You see why they were so highly coveting him and literally – 
going through the recruitment process during last year's Final Four because he was a critical piece. You know, what is this team without Reese Waters, right? Like, what is this team without Jaden Ledee? Like, what is this team without Lamont or Darion? It goes on and on and on. I mean, right? I mean, the, the pieces are what make this what they are. Um, and what they are right now is is a really good basketball team with a really high ceiling is what I would say. So great point, John. I appreciate you mentioning it. Um, let's see here. A couple of more before we wrap, a pun intended. Um Yeah, and, you know, he's put on weight, obviously, since he's got here. I still think he's young for his class, potentially, as well. I mean, they loved his promise. When, I mean, I'm, here's another example of growth every single year. Keyshawn Johnson, right? Every single year at San Diego. There's so many examples of development. Uh, Jalen McDaniel's development at San Diego State. There's so many examples of developed players. Jalen Ledee, I mean, it's like every single player takes big steps forward playing in this program. And not just that, you're, you're getting guys to the pro ranks at the highest levels, right? Nathan Mensa, his development, playing in the NBA right now. You know, Shackle's been in the league at, at parts of the last couple of years. Obviously, Malachi's been there now for years. Kawhi goes without saying. Jalen, I mean, you got a lot of guys playing at high levels professionally. G League, Europe, and the NBA right now that have come out of San Diego State a lot. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean, Reese has only been here for 13 games, had the flu for a game or two. I finally missed a free throw, by the way. And, and honestly, I'm cool with it because you know, you know, you're thinking about it. What, once everyone's talking about it, get it out of the way, especially when it's, it's inconsequential. They were up like 10 or 11 with 30 seconds left. It, now you don't even have to worry about it. If you're Reese Waters, because it's all people would talk about. Imagine if your first miss is in a critical juncture. That was not the uh, the case here tonight. So <laughs> honestly, I mean, it's impossible to go perfect. Right. So if you're going to have a streak snapped, which what was it? 42 or 43 straight. It was an amazing, amazing streak. And um, yeah, hopefully starts another one on the other side. Hopefully starts another one on the other side. All right, guys, um, much more for you on Twitter um, at John Schaefer, J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Much more for you here, by the way, throughout the course of the basketball season. So if you're an Aztec fan, uh, please support by subscribing. We have year-round content for you. So please support by subscribing. You become a member by clicking join down below. And if you're here on replay, we appreciate the super thanks as well. Again, if you want the audio-only edition, the podcast edition of the wrap-up show, you can click the link in the description down below. If you have any financial needs, if you're looking for a financial planner, please get in contact with my buddy Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial by clicking that link in the description down below as well. Uh, you guys are the best. I have tons of people here live. I'm sure a lot of people check this out on replay with it being a Friday night um, at 10 o'clock Pacific right now. You got people probably in Central time zones, Eastern time zones. I connect with so many Aztec fans. Um, you guys are incredible. Um, and that's why we're doing this. So thank you guys for hanging out. Much more for you in the days ahead. Happy New Year, by the way. 2023, not so bad for Aztec basketball fans, right? Not bad. Run to the national championship game. The shot in Houston, 11-2 non-conference. Not bad. Decent year. We'll see what 2024 has in store for Aztec fans. All right. My name is John Schaefer. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Aztecs win tonight over Gonzaga at the Kennel, 84-74. to And this has been the Wrap-Up Show. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks so much. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.